I step forward and I say, I am Mermista. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I held aloft my trident and said, for the honor of Grey Whales. Then it's like, sparkle, sparkle, dolphin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a presentation of Podcasts of Power, a She-Ra and the Princesses of Power companion podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nero. And I'm the other host, Jane. And yet again, we are joined by our, our pals from over at Stranger's Fiction. Uh, would you like to reintroduce yourselves for part two? Uh, okay, I'm Cassidy. Uh, are you she and her pronouns? Hi, and I'm Jordan, and I use they, them. We are here to continue our one-shot campaign of For the Honor, a Shira inspired hack of Firebrands. The, the legally uh, distinct... Uh, yes. <laughs> The legally distinct tack, uh, please do not sue. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and last time we left off on a little bit of a cliffhanger, if I remember correctly. That is right. So, you know, if you're just listening to this one, you should probably go back. Um, listen to part one. Listen to part, part one. one. But if you want a little, a little, just for a quick recap, uh, our, our 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 four characters here have met. Uh, in the middle of a desert, uh, investigating strange, mysterious disappearances and the strange, mysterious appearance of a gigantic floating pyramid. Um, and during the course of this, uh, two, uh, two of our characters, uh, Tethys and Nethel, have been uh, taken by this, uh, by this ship, which turns out to have been... The escape vessel for the Coral Kingdom's royal family. Yes, and presumably before that, another uh, another person's ship. But uh, perhaps we'll find out more about that later. Uh, for now, uh, these two characters are be have been captured by uh, big, horrible mechanical spider people. Um, as as you know, the first ones are. Uh, no, want to the do precursors the precursors <laughs> yeah legally distinct precursors <laughs> the precursors do love their uh crustaceans they they love their carcinization their crab shape oh, of course of course return to crab there's only one step and it is crab uh, the crab cycle which leaves our other two characters to try and figure out what happened because uh, as 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 uh, our two characters are being dragged off, presumably in some kind of gooey green webbing, uh, to be shoved into a stasis pod, uh, we have we, we pick up with the other two. What 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 what's going on over on that side of the ship? Yeah, what are what are Bwevin and O six up to? Well, I would assume we are trying to avoid sentries, like, but uh, hmm. They probably were busy trying to track the U2 down, so maybe we got got to, you know, more free reign to look around. Hmm. I do not recognize the design of this ship. Uh, well, I've never been on a ship before, so... Well, the technology is alien to me. It is nothing compared to what I saw uh, in the Legion, or from myself... It is nothing like it. It is ancient, even. 
So we couldn't possibly say maybe find any directions here. Actually, Flevin is actually going to be looking around to see if there's like any floor markings here. I mean, it's a ship. Maybe, maybe there's like lines painted on the ground. Yeah, it's got those like airplane emergency like glow in the dark strips. It's got those painted lines like in hospitals <laughs> leading to the different departments. Yeah, that would be so convenient. See, look, and there's even and there's even text by them, except to, of course it's you know, whatever language. This I, I don't know. You, does this language even look familiar to you? I'm far from an expert in languages, but uh, it looks geometric. That's about all I can say. I like I said, I'm not a, a linguist. Wait, wait. Uh, we, I hear something. Something is coming. Uh, into this alcove. Ducking behind the alcove. Uh, I think at this point we see, uh, Tethys and Nethel being taken by the, by the, by the crab bots uh-huh. to the stasis yep. chamber. Uh, we stay hidden. Be- being very, be- being international super spies. Sorry, a little TikTok humor for you there. Got to got to stay hip and and with the times, you know. Absolutely. I believe our companion has been captured. Oh. Should we follow? Do you think they'll see us if we follow? It's possible. You as a uh, snake person, you would be very uh well not sneaky, but Tread lightly. You wouldn't make much noise when stepping. I mean, I slither, so yeah. Ah, excellent. No stepping. <laughs> I unfortunately make a lot of noise when I step. Oh. Most likely, we I will be unable to follow them uh, without them catching on to me. Oh. I have these big honking metal feet. Oh, then, then we probably should figure out a different way to either free them or follow them. And I think at this point, uh, shall we do Venture Forth? Sure. Venture Forth. Cass, is there a crow outside your window? <laughs> uh, yes, there is. <laughs> it's an Australian crow. Uh, uh, well, this is, this, is, this is the familiar... the vibes are good the crow is here I'm sliding my window shut slowly so it doesn't make a huge crashing noise Uh, so where are we? we're on the ship we are going and following these people or trying to at a long distance Uh, what do I notice about Bwevin? her glasses are glowing oh that's exciting oh so, the character who is least familiar with the area begins by asking a question. I think we should probably flip a coin for that, because <laughs> yeah. we're both alien to the ship. Mm-hmm. Alright. How about heads, Blevin, tails, uh, 06? Sure. All right. Go ahead. Uh, if you want to flip or... I already hit okay. the little thing to... Heads! Okay. Blevin starts. Okay. 
How about I spy something and my curiosity overpowers me? I rush to it. When you catch up, what do you find me marveling over? Hmm. I think that when O6 approaches Bwevin marveling at this thing, it is this mural, this mural that has been chiseled into this wall with, like, some sort of... It's been indented into this wall. It looks like it was added after construction of the ship, lots of years after it. And it depicts this this large sea serpent uh, with this, like, mane of fins and, like, not tendrils, but do you know those, like, moustache things that prawns have? Whiskers. Those. Whiskers, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, and there are these things that might be Coral Kingdom Knights fighting it. Huh. Interesting. It appears to be a new addition to this pyramid. That looks like a sea serpent. It does look like... Very unlike the snakes that I find on land, that can be found on land. Not me personally. I try to avoid snakes. It looks like it's also been kind of like chipped in here, like Webin's feeling the the surface there. So, does that mean someone else was here before us? They must have been. I. This embossment. It is definitely younger than the ship around it. These these warriors, I do not recognize them. Do you? Um, I'm actually trying to think if if in uh, Levin's background if she would have had any chance of knowing about the Coral Kingdom, but I don't think so. I'm imagining that these are very archaic yeah. forms of the Coral Kingdom armor. Yeah, so... Yeah. No, I, I don't think so, and I've, well, I've read a lot of books, but mostly about, like, you know, forest areas, so this this doesn't look like, like something I would have read about. Interesting. Uh, anyway. Oh, right, yes, we're doing... <laughs> we are doing, we are doing the game, so, uh... We are, we are trying to help uh, our friends. Ah, uh, yes, uh, how about... Uh, we pass by a landmark, and I insist we have passed it twice before. We are hopelessly lost. What helps us find our way again? Oh no, um, so, how about, uh, so, we take a few turns and we're basic, and you, when you pointed out there, Glenn's like, well, you've seen this corridor. Oh, we run back into the yeah. mural again. Oh no. <laughs> well, okay. So I can so Wevin points out, well, I have my glasses enchanted to help me focus seeing magic. And we followed we followed the red air the red like lines this time that way. So maybe if we tried following the these these blue ones that way, we'll go a different path and not get looped around. An astute observation. 
I mean, this is just guessing. I wasn't fully paying attention to which which turns we made. No, no. Um, you are quite. We should. <laughs> we should attempt that. Could also try listening down the hallways to see if we can hear them walking. She says as as I look for the next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this place, it's it is extremely good at reflecting sound. Everything in here seems to be an echo. Echo, echo. I do not think that listening for footsteps is going to help much. How about... Okay. How about... I scout ahead. Coming around a bend, I see something unexpected and I freeze up. What have I found? Um... Hmm. I think that you have found uh, some sort of computer console. Uh, there is like a like an inset cube into the wall. Beside it is like a keypad with a large button next to it. And uh, there are a bunch of like rectangular metal sheets scattered around here. You're not entirely sure what it's for. What do you think all this is for, then? She's going to slither up to look Mm. at those sheets. I am unfamiliar with this, but it looks to be some sort of machine. Possibly... Possibly... uh, Some sort of... Maybe an exit... Or a, a weapons station. But I've never seen any sort of weapons like these. O6 holds up one of the re- metal rectangles. The large button next to the computer console seems to stare at you. It draws your eye. The candy color. You know what it's begging you to do. Uh, it is green. Oh, green means go. Beep. You press the button, and in the, uh, like, cuboidal indentation in the wall appears, uh, appears an ice cream sundae. Oh, it appears to be some sort of food materialization chamber. I love ice cream. Oh, these metal things are, are trays. Oh. Well, at least that's less harmful than what they could have been. Ha, 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 ha. actually going to take the ice cream and, and look around for a spoon. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say you can find a spoon <laughs> next in between the trays. I mean, you wouldn't want this to... Fantastic. You don't want this to melt and then, like, leave a trail. Quite so. I... I make ice cream at my well I made ice cream at my confectionery store oh cool before the legion descended on the town and destroyed it I would offer free scoops to all the children who showed me they had their homework done for the week aww that's sweet I cannot forgive the horde for taking that paradise from me legion Distinct. <laughs> the, 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 the legion, the legion, the legion. 
Just that fucking uh, the, the 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 SpongeBob image. Yeah. <laughs> but the shadow is labeled DreamWorks uh. Legal Team. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll I'll ask you a question now. Um. Um. Uh, sensing trouble, I move to protect you. What blow do I take in your place? Um, I think you take the blow from a net gun or something from one of those sentries that have found us. We've been spotted. Please return to your seats. Please (laughs) return to your seats. I am too large for my seat. I have been standing... Yeah, the net was the net and was made for made for for weapon size though, so I'm guessing it's not fully covering you. <laughs> I just throw it off like a like a handkerchief, like a blanket. <laughs> no, I throw it off and throw it back at the uh, the crustacean, the crustacean droid. Maybe we should run. Hang on, this crustacean droid seems to have a uh, some sort of Pass key. Uh, I beat the crustaceans, whatever in, whatever the head is, the little head part, and grab a like a like a trident shaped key. Attack the main body from it to perform massive damage. Oh, I I I definitely attack the main body for massive damage. I flip it over and attack the glowing weak point, (laughs) the glowing Zelda eye on its underside. How else is it supposed to see down on the floor? Wait, it could just be a Roomba that's like, that has eyes on its underside to look for dirt. No, that's a, <laughs> Did I just kill the maid? No, that's a big crab droid. You know how it is. <laughs> okay. And I think with that, uh, shall we do an ending? Yeah, sure. Uh... Shall we make it to our destination? Yeah, we make it to our destination. What is happening when we arrive? Uh, I think, uh, well, how about Nero and Jane can go through a scene before we arrive? Like, yes. they took these took place concurrently, and we'll see what is happening by the time they're finished. Yeah, I think that they, uh, they, there's, uh, like, a gigantic central chamber... Uh, just lined with these glowing green stasis pods, right? Um, and you know they're all, they're they're getting full, so they have to like reshuffle some capacity for their latest guests. So they sort of just leave the uh they leave Tethys and Nethel uh tied up in the corner there, you know, swinging from the ceiling. Yeah, and uh, and we can see that uh, through some of the pods that are occupied, the ones that are they're sort of lit up, is it's got uh, all of these missing people that that we were looking for. There's the uh, there's there's uh, Nethel's sort of legion cronies that she sent out to uh, to investigate uh, the ruins here, and then uh, the like uh the resistance guys as well over in the other corner yep and i think uh 
we just open on on Tethys just swinging herself back and forth trying to get to her sword, which has been placed in a in very neatly in a cubby, uh, along with all of the, all of the other possessions of the various passengers. Um, and just like you know, her her arms are bound, but she's gonna try to grab it with her teeth. Nethel is just sort of bemused watching this. She's like. Uh, she's not really expending a lot of energy right now. She's mostly just taking in the surroundings and trying to see what there what there is in the immediate area, and uh, it's just sort of flippantly is like ah. So that's that's where those two got off to. I never, you can really never get good help these days, you know. Yeah, I think we're gonna do some mincing words here as as Tethys stops swinging and just sort of slowly spins next to Nethel and she just says, you know, I'm not sure why I ever bother going after you. you. All you do is get into trouble and drag me along with you ever since the days back in the kingdom. Which is very slowly rotating. <laughs> Listen, it's not my f- it's not my fault. It just happens that usually there's extenuating circumstances oh insinuating circumstances like a giant evil spaceship full of bizarre crab creatures who i admit are quite polite but uh, very pushy i would listen it would have all been fine if it weren't for all of these extra people waking these these sentries up there was only there were only a couple of them active the last time I was here. I wasn't expecting the entire ship to be awake. Yeah, and also, I guess we should have answered these questions, but they're all very self-evident. Uh, how did we come to be sharing this conversation? Gee, I wonder. Uh, where are we talking? <laughs> yes. Uh, what What do I notice about you, I guess, is the one I, I should I should take as, I, as, as, as Tethys slowly sort of rotates next to Nethel. Uh, I guess you notice that Nethel is, like, calmer than she should be in a situation um, as seemingly hopeless as this. I ask you bluntly to explain yourself to me, saying, Did you know about this? I mean, this whole thing? You... I know you. You normally hate confined spaces and 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 being restrained like this i can't help but notice that you are uh, remarkably level-headed in this situation uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say she responds honestly she's like you know normally this would be kind of an issue but uh luckily there's a li- there there's a bit of a there's a bit of a trick to these uh to these funny little crab men here um see there there's really nothing we can do about getting put inside of uh of of their little their little stasis chambers here they're going we're going in one of these tubes unfortunately oh that's very that's very calming thank you I'm yeah gonna, it's I'm going to keep trying to grab my sword in that case yeah so but the thing the thing is the thing is uh there's there's more than one way uh to sort of get out of these things there's there's 
there's a reason why I don't have this entire room filled with uh, filled with other other uh, employees. Uh, these Scolder and Molly are uniquely bad at not getting caught. Uh, but everyone else manages to get through pretty fine. Would you like to share this little trick, or are you just going to leave me in suspense? Well, what's, where's the fun in that? Of course. Shouldn't have thought that this was going any different. Wiggle, still wiggling towards where her sword is laying. Let's see. I think something interrupts us in the uh, while we're while we're dangling here and uh, and swinging around. And uh, the one of the one of the sentries is coming to uh, to cut us down. Do you try to get in one last word? You up here. I do. I think I think Tethys like just starts wiggling. It's like get off of me, you creepy little. Look, I need to know what is going. How do I get out of this? I don't want to be in the slime pod. Get your claws away from me. Attempts to headbutt it. Just sort of, just sort of a loud clang. Nothing, nothing happens. It is unaffected and you have a, you now have a headache. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Nethel is, you're, we're, we're both being pulled in, in different directions here, uh, to opposite sides of the room. And, uh, Nethel just sort of blithely goes, find me when you get in there and we'll get out. Tethys just looks extremely annoyed at this, not understanding any of it at all. Yeah, I guess they, they just get put in the pods, right? They just get uh, stuffed in there. It's a nice, you know, it's nice and soft and warm. Like a, it's like a nice bed pod, like one of those uh, Tokyo hotel pod things. Yeah, and then you just the the the, the freaking door closes, and then just sort of sort of fade to white, uh, and then. It's then you wake up in the Coral Kingdom. Tethys sits up, looks around in, in disbelief, looks down at her her armor. Uh, it's still tarnished and, and and faded, but the Coral Kingdom looks as it once did. And she uh, she kind of stands up and and then kind of starts wandering around. Nethel, Nethel, are you here? What sort of trick is this? You don't hear a response, but you do hear movement outside of uh, your quarters. The uh, you uh, you woke up back in in your uh, in your nightly quarters in the uh, in the sort of uh, barracks building. Yeah, I think she like instantly uh, goes for her sword, which is of course not there, um, and then just has no choice but to sort of, you know, she she does the the thing where she like presses herself against the wall and kind of pokes her head out to look out in the, into the hallway. And what she finds is a perfectly normal day in the knight's barracks. You have 
initiates walking by, uh, led by a uh, led by a knight. You have uh, a few guards just sort of patrolling around. A couple posted outside of the uh, the sort of command hall, and one of them uh, sees you poking out uh, of the door and and gives you uh, gives you salute, uh, ma'am, and then. Uh, continues on his way. I think uh, Tethys like stumbles back into her quarters. Yeah, you know, looks down, and now her armor is gleaming once more. You know, no, no ratty cape covering it up. Her hair is is properly fixed. Very freaked out by all of this. It has her has her sword? It looks better than it has in years. And she, uh, she, she goes uh, to find where uh, where she knows Nethel would usually be at this time of day. She goes out to the training yard. And, uh, and as you make your way out to the training yard, everything, everything seems exactly as it was. And you get closer and you hear the, uh, the, the, usual, the usual ruckus of the training yard. Everyone uh, sort of practicing on on various different things you've got your your archery sort of area set up and then you have the the regular sort of training dummies and over by one of them uh is nethel and she is very uh very collectively and very uh very proficiently sort of weaving around this uh this little fake wooden man and giving him what for with her quarterstaff right oh uh can the quote fake wooden man be conspicuously built similar to a a a legion Uh, a legion robot yes that looks curiously similar to 06 big and blocky Vegan blocky, I since I think this that is makes constructed sense. from your memory. Yes, yep. that makes sense. Just like little little bits and pieces trying to call back to the real world. Ooh, I love it. So yeah, I think uh, you know Tethys sees Nethel across the training yard and and kind of goes over there slowly and cautiously. Uh, you know, just just sort of eyeing her to see if uh, she's an illusion or if she's the real thing or what. Uh, Nethel hears and sort of sees out of the corner of her eye that Tethys is approaching and doesn't say anything until she gets, like, fairly close. She she doesn't stop, uh, sparring, uh, and just sort of, just sort of blithely says, Oh, finally got up, haven't you? What manner of trickery is this? Well, so welcome to the the precursor's weird little world here, and she sort of gestures uh, to uh, to everything with her with her staff, and is like, "All of this is inside our heads. We're we're still we're still in the uh, in the tubes, as it were." And on all of this... Everything the light touches, Tethys, is fake. <laughs> it's in our heads. <laughs> it's... We're, we're, we're in a construct of some sort. It's, uh... 
presumably this is this is how people would have uh would have passed the time by while they uh sleep in these in these pods over long stellar travels i i never thought i'd see it again oh the the city i never thought i'd see it like this and she sort of just stops and looks around and says ah yes the the old days there is i have to admit there is a charm to the old city i take a chance at guessing your true feelings saying you miss it too don't you you know you you talk about how it all should have burned but somewhere there there are still good memories here for you right there there must be how do you respond that's a that's a good question i think nethel still has has her back to tethys and she sort of pauses for a minute i admit that some days i regret my actions more than others but and she turns to uh to look up at the uh at the banner hung in front of the uh the entrance back into the night's hall but i won't forget what happened not on that day and uh and when she and when she says this the uh the the memory construct starts to react and the uh the the, the actors as it were all sort of change to uh to a very different disposition the time of day shifts everything is a bit more hectic people are running about there's many groups of different uh different soldiers and knights being coordinated and the the din of battle can be heard somewhere on the horizon i don't need some machine to remind me of this day i've never been able to forget it forget what you did and she turns she turns to to tethys what i did how can you forget what the king did and uh as uh, as she says this um more more uh sort of constructs appear and of these constructs one of them is nethel uh and she's leading a group of a a cohort of uh of uh, of initiate knights here and she's she's giving them she's giving them uh she's giving them orders she has been told to uh to sally forth into into the uh into the enemy lines out of the city 
I, I, sh- I should have gone with you. I, I, I don't, I don't know why I didn't, but I, I should have gone with you. I, I could have. I don't know. I, I could have stopped what happened. No one could have stopped what happened. Two great soldiers is no better than one in the face of a horde. It was a stupid and it was a stupid decision to send us out there. Half of half of the men they gave me were barely children. Our numbers were stretched thin. The fronts they were they were expanding. The uh, the alliance demanded more knights. How many how many bodies could they possibly give to a war that was futile in the first place? The Coral Kingdom didn't have the support to hold out against the forces it was up against. And yet the king he had no interest in making any kind of peace. He had no interest in taking any move that would have sacrificed even a drop of the hold he had over his kingdom. He threw us all into the grinder. You bring up something that I really hoped you wouldn't, and you can see it on my face. Do you take pleasure in my discomfort? As she looks at the uh, the faces of these of these young knights who would not return from this this mission. I think in a way, yes. I, I, I don't know that she takes... I don't know that Nethel takes, like, distinct pleasure from it, but I think she feels vindicated a bit. You see? Do you see how... Do you see how they've, they've, they've taken so much from us? If the king had simply drawn a piece on better terms when we had more leverage the city might have even been saved as it stands what i had to do was the only thing that would have prevented it from being raised to the ground leverage do you think the legion cares about leverage you think that what happened to the city wouldn't have just been on a more gradual time scale the shipyard still would have gone up. The sky still would have been choked. That's just how they work. They consume everything to feed that war machine. Maybe it was futile, but I can't just sit by and let things happen. I was sworn. I was a sworn knight. I. It was my duty my whole life. I was a sworn knight, too. I committed myself to the cause until the cause itself abandoned me, and it abandoned all of us. We never... We signed up to be protectors of the realm. We didn't sign up to lead teenagers into into the meat grinder. We didn't sign up to run all of ourselves into a brick wall repeatedly over and over again what were what what were we protecting it certainly wasn't the people 
we were given charge of. I think uh, the 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 surroundings sort of shift to a uh, a, a brighter time, an earlier time. You know, the the the, the sun is no longer dipping beneath the horizon the distant din of battle is no longer audible it's a it's a street carnival uh, in the middle of the, of of the uh, the main thoroughfare and there's floats and, and and all sorts of music there are boats you know, fishing boats sail boats all sorts sailing over the horizon and and, and tethys turns and says aligning yourself with the legion might get you the power you desire the power you need to change things but all you'll be left with is ruins scorched earth by the end of it do you want nothing remaining this this is what i fought for the the sounds of the city the the smiles of its people i think uh I think Nethel, Nethel pauses and she uh, she sort of looks around and sort of wanders through this this sort of festival crowd here for a bit and one of the uh, one of the constructs offers her a uh, offers her a uh, a classic uh, coral kingdom delicacy. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a like a beach style delicacy, but the first thing that came to mind was Thrasher's French fries. Oh God! <laughs> my, my, listen, I mean uh, saltwater taffy. Ah, oh, there you like go. A, like a like a <laughs> ornate bouquet of, of saltwater taffy. Yeah, they uh, one of the one of the folks in town uh, offers her a uh, offers her a, a a ornate little little thing of of taffy and she reaches out to to grab one and then the uh the simulation uh glitches and uh everything dramatically shifts immediately to the uh the post-battle city the city that you know has been the streets are littered with garbage and broken glass the the legion banner is hung haphazardly in various places uh most notably over the uh the entrance uh to the knight's garrison and uh suddenly the the person offering taffy is is gone, and uh, the only the only sounds and sights left on the on the once bustling and and lively street are the sound of uh, marching boots in the uh, in the near distance. Just the sound of soldiers and the sort of oppressive darkened sky above the city. And I think, I think this, I think this knocks the words right out of her mouth. Do you allow her to recover? No, I I think Tethys continues talking. She steps forward, it steps in front of her and says, 
this is all the Legion will bring, no matter how peaceable the conquest, this is the end result. Is this really the thing you want to spearhead? You want to be the head of this terrible behemoth? It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to end in fire. I... I thought everything was futile, too. I thought it was no use joining up with anyone else. But this new resistance, it's its not like the old one. It's full of kind and strong and, and, and dedicated people who all want a vision of a better world, with or without princeps. It's not hopeless. I appeal to you with earnest compassion, saying, I don't want to fight you anymore, Nethel. I would much rather stand beside you again. Does it get through to you, or does it steal you? I think Nethel's response is that she... I think at first she gets a little angry. She's like, oh, and it's all well, it's all well and good to believe in the resistance and and dream of a better world, a world that is perfect and beautiful, one that you can just appear out of thin air. But if the first, if the first resistance, even even setting aside what they fought for, if the first resistance couldn't manage to fight the Legion, if the entire amassed strength of the Coral Kingdom wasn't enough to stand against them, what could possibly stand against them now? They it took it, they took every single able-bodied person we had and threw them into the dirt. And it wasn't enough. If someone doesn't the only way that I can see is to take control of them from the inside and steer this steer this horrible bull away from the people and into something less destructive what other option is there we could run i've done it before it's not something i take pride in but there's always that option but I don't think I can take that again. No. But I also don't know if I can follow you. There. Be a traitor thrice over. She like looks down at the uh, the coat of arms, still still shining on her on her uh, on her breastplate. I'm so lost in conversation that I stumble on a bit of terrain, losing my balance. Do you catch me, or do you let me fall as the the uh, the, the the surrounding world glitches and, and my my right foot goes out from un, uh, under Tethys as, as she tumbles? Nethel instinctively reaches out and grabs her hands and is pulling her back up, and she makes a request of you, and she says. I guess this is less of a request and more of a question, but I'm using this prompt anyway. 
Uh, and she says, what would you do then? What would you have me do? The, the Legion either has to be controlled or it has to be put down. How would you have me do the second? I don't think it catches Tethys by surprise. I think she says, I would help you kill the Commandant. You're high up in well-trusted circles. How easily do you think you could slip inside? She thinks for a moment and she says, Killing the Commandant was always part of the plan, but to do it now, she sort of looks looks off to the side. Remove the head. The power vacuums, the infighting, it will allow space to advance for the resistance. We could crash through while they're vulnerable. Especially if we take this amazing vessel I we could do it it's it's possible that we could and what you say touches the feelings that she's hiding do you notice her surprise or do you breeze past it I think uh I think she breezes past it she uh she tethys reaches a hand out uh, to grasp Nethel's shoulder, and uh, and for a moment, uh, they they appear as they did when when they were in training years ago. Uh, no no armor, no no vestments, no no badges of office, no not even any swords, just training just training staves. And uh, Tethys uh, Tethys says. I appeal to you with earnest compassion, saying, I promise I will never let you down again. Never leave your side. And I'd say I'd say this time I'd say this time that does that does get through to Nethel. And after a, a long moment, a, a a really just especially uh long pause she says good because i'm going to need your help if we're going to pull this off tethys cracks a big smile and says i've always thought you made the perfect traitor and she smiles back and says oh what can i say i have i have a lot of practice now how do we get out of here Yes, well, that part actually is quite simple. She uh, stands back up and uh, points with her staff uh, down the road towards the main gates and says, The simulation is... Well, I don't know if they they only had enough time to make the one area because it's actually quite small. If you just leave the city itself, it uh, there's there's sort of a sort of a door. It's not a real door, you see, but uh, you really just walk through it, and it uh, 
and you wake back up in the pod, and the pod door opens. Not really sure. Not really sure why they would uh, they would make it this easy to leave, but uh, but I'm certainly not complaining. Well then, let's go for a walk and take a ship. Yes, and uh, as the two of them walk down towards the uh, towards the Seagate and go to uh, to commandeer a ship and sort of ride it out uh, past the gates, um, for some reason this time they can't pass through, and uh, and Nethel is. Um, immediately not very enthused about the situation uh um okay so so normally you can just you can just go through uh you know maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not this part maybe it's this part over here and she just sort of starts uh banging on the uh on the on the gate wall here in various places, trying to, uh, trying to find the spot that, uh, that lets them through, uh, increasingly frantically. I think, uh, at, at some point, Tethys reaches out and just sort of gently grabs her, uh, her fist and says, Don't worry, I've got a couple of friends who I think can handle it. Let's just wait for a bit, shall we? Well, I certainly hope they know how to use these these uh, these computer systems. Otherwise, we're going to have a little bit of a problem. Cut two. Back to O six and Bwevin. Back to O six and Bwevin. On the uh, on the outsides, no, not not in the not in the weird goo pods. Yeah. So we enter the goo pod room and we find you two secured in the goo pods. Along with a, do- a half a dozen, maybe more than a dozen others. Hmm. It appears they are in some sort of stasis. Well, we should get them out of there. How? How? Hmm. I do not believe I could uh, break open these containers without damaging them, uh, damaging the occupants. Is there uh, like a? Like a control panel, maybe? Ah, I see one. Over here. Flevin's gonna head over to the control panel. It looks like it's all in those that same text that we've been seeing everywhere else. Hmm. You... You wouldn't happen to have some sort of uh, abnormal abilities, would you? I... Yes? I mean... I I I mean magic. Oh yeah, I I know magic and worked with it before. I mean, it's really hard because you know, uh, like well, see, I can use magic on people, but people can't use magic on me. So it's so it's been kind of like a weird way of learning how to heal people, even though it, I have no way of knowing if it will work on work since i have to you know i don't have a test subject to practice on myself or anything like that to make it you know make sure it's safe bothersome uh 
I was going to ask if you could somehow use magic to translate some of these runes. Oh, well, hmm, I might be able to do that. At this point, O6 is just rapidly scrolling through <laughs> the code of this stasis program, just apparently reading it all very fast. Okay, let me think here. I think I was taught a spell to translate stuff. Maybe that'll help. You think it will work on, like, just these labels and stuff? Because it was more like for translating, like, reading a book. Uh, see if you can translate this code. Okay. I6 uh, points to the massive pile of code <laughs> that makes up this program. Alright, you s see Bwevin kind of, like, tilt the her glasses a little and they shimmer a moment and she kind of squints at the at what you pointed at i okay i can read it but it's a little confusing so this might take a moment if it is in a constant programming language i may be able to decipher its meaning oh here then hold on and She's going to take off her glasses and hand them to them. Try looking at it through here. Maybe because that, that's kind of what I did was to make him translate it as as it looks at it. So uh, maybe I'll let you read it. O6 gently takes the glasses and holds up one of the lenses to her eye and swaps the lens, uh, the eye to the other lens <laughs> and then back and says... It appears you will have to read it to me. It appears I am not compatible with your spell work. Okay. So she's going to take the glasses back because she can't see without them. And Any keywords jumping out at you? Um, there's maybe, maybe there's something that... I think there's something here that says about opening. Like open. Opening. And she'll like point out like read like sections of codes of where where she noticed those words opening portal uh paragraph code sachet uh inside that are there any other keywords that you can see um hmm. it looks like it looks like a lot of this is saying it's Running memories or something like that. I th that's what it seems. It seems to, it seems to be. It gets memories, then analyzes them, and then runs them for a subject. Hmm. It, hang on. I have noticed this string of symbols. O uh, six points at a specific piece of code. What? is this it appears to be important to the program maybe like a password or something yeah it's for an admin <laughs> key yeah it's it looks like this is kind of like a a phrase to start and start or stop like a command phrase for the for the program like this will so maybe maybe if we type that in It'll, it'll stop it. Ah, very well. I will attempt to. O6 types it in, 
presses the equivalent of the enter button, and it does nothing. Oh. You said it is some sort of memory recombination matrix, yes? Uh, yeah. Like, it seems to get memories from something, and... Is, and I guess it's is it possible that it the password must be entered from inside the memory recombination matrix? Oh, like this is there. This is like the get out of get out of it when you're in in the me- yeah. That seems that seems like a possibility. I think that you will have to be the one. I store memories quite differently to organics. Oh. Hmm. All right, but I don't know if I like being covered in slime. She'll. I will attempt to keep the canister open so that it will not fill with slime. Oh, the slime chamber. <laughs> well, if if that if that doesn't work, I mean it's. Just, we'll have to... It's more of just, like, I... I I hate to get these clothes dirty, but, you know... This is to help people. We want to get these people out of here. It's not like I'm... I mean, a dirt... Getting messed up with slime is seems a small price to pay. Very well. There is an empty pod over here. And, well, then Blevin's going to slither in and make sure that, you know, nothing's stuck outside of the pod and try to turn it on, I guess? Ah, there is... Ah, a light has turned on on the outside of the pod. It appears some sort of program is running. It is putting you into stasis. Good luck, Boyvin. I will keep watch here. And I guess it does feel with fill up like uh, partially. He didn't. We didn't. Clo- well, we didn't close the thing, did we? Or is it? Uh, the the pod did okay. close. I think. Then then. I guess it'll try and put Boyvin under under this. Magical tech, techno magical spell kind of thing, and being that magic doesn't work on Wevin, I would think it kind of gives this weird feeling where like she can kind of see what what's what's going on, but isn't in it. It's like she actually really, really is like watching it on a monitor more than actually experiencing it. Just sort of like a ghostly projection inside the Matrix. Yeah, kind of like, kind of something like that. I think Tethys turns and sees a, a, a semi-transparent Bwevin kind of flickering in the air. And, and she says, ah, uh, there you are. Say, how did you two figure out a way past the administrator? Wait, there's an, you mean the extreme... Administrator's setup or an actual No no, there was a big uh nasty thing in the ceiling that, you know, uh I, I chanced to see while I was trying to grab my sword with my teeth. Don't ask long story. It was a you know, lots of 
Claws and tentacles, quite a few eyes. You did uh, deal with that, right? No. You did deal with that. Oh. So. Cut, cut to 06 <laughs> just in battle with this thing. Unauthorized <laughs> access detected to passenger log. Please return to your seats. <laughs> Just a gigantic axe formed out of like techno organic metal buries itself next to Osik's head. We 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 might want to get out of here quickly then. Um, we found a phrase that seemed important, but it wouldn't work on the outside. So we thought maybe it would work on the inside. Uh, I'm honestly trying to think of a, a really weird phrase to use <laughs> in this situation. Just for the, how about open sesame? Uh... Uh, I was going to suggest something like for the honor of the sea king or something. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. Pretty funny. <laughs> something about pearls. Ooh. For the honor of pearl. I love Steven Universe. <laughs> Too bad about how she hates the Irish, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What what would a good because would this be a passcode set by the the royal family or would this be a passcode set by the uh, the original I think it's, pilots of the ship I think it's set by the original pilots of the ship because it's it's in general made to for anyone who enters it and it just just so happens that the it was being used by the the coral kingdom later. What about Friends of Mira. Mira. I was thinking, do not become lost in the seas of the past. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, that's a good phrase. So, maybe if we spe- speak it at uh, somewhere, it'll, we'll, it'll let us out. Well, we might as well try it right here. This is, I suppose this is the, the most logical place. It is the gate. Do we have to say it in unison? Mm, I think we all Probably, have to. Probably, yeah. right? Now I okay, have to... Well, <laughs> but was it do not... <laughs> do not become lost in the seas of the past. Three, two, one... Do, do not, not become, become lost, lost in the seas of the past. Of the past. And then I think there's just a hard cut to three pods popping open and depositing uh, their occupants on us in a on a, in a slimy puddle on the floor. Just splat. Nethel Nethel just starts hacking up goo. Just like, oh god, yeah. I always hate this part. <laughs> Teth is shaking out her hair. You know, it was in a loose bun before. Now it's just all hanging in her face. That clo- the looks up the big cloak that Blevins wearing is now just extremely heavy and co- and hanging off of her. Just every everybody's just uh, gooped. Just... Oh mm. ah yes, uh, that that would be the administrator, all right. Oh, I no. imagine the administrator probably turns around and sees us popping out of all these pods at the yes. same time. Like everybody's yes. just popping out of their pods and is probably not happy about it. Just like several Levin, eyes turn to glare, and uh, he just says, "Like, Levin's actually breach in memory matrix." Wait, is it? It's in like commencing recapture protocol. Is it letting out the other people too? 
It might not be. It might be just us. Oh. I, th- I think it's just us. I think we have to like. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to open the other ones, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think I think not to not to choose uh, the game <laughs> twice in a row. But I feel as though this is a quite a good point to, to put in. Uh, let's see where what's what's the what's the big fight one. Uh, uh the Stand United. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Stand United. This is this this would be this would be the moment for that. Yeah. Uh and before I do, I think uh I think that you know, Tethys runs over, grabs her sword, uh, you know, unsheaths it, and then I think she touches the tip to her badge of office and and sings a few bars of a of an old uh sea shanty in a, oh, of in a long dead language and i'm going to do uh the the taking shape Ooh. transformation oh, yeah. here as her dirtied uh armor begins to gleam once more her her cape uh, uh, again a flowing deep blue let me see where i gotta find it where is it yeah and I, yeah so I, th- I think yeah it's just like a it's just like a few bars of an old it's about like a uh, a love lost at sea and, and reuniting and then she um her her sword sort of glows with uh like a like a like a red sort of under undercurrent like a you know like an underwater volcano that is uh, slowly erupting and oozing out magma her uh her her hair is a bit less greasy that sort of shakes uh, her, the goo out yes her eyes are, are a bit more uh more uh like bright she um she is sort of uh you know she she is she is once again standing before them as as the uh the 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 knight uh the knight commander of the coral kingdoms uh you know no helmet or anything but she is a uh, she is standing resolute shield in one hand sword in the other sort of twirling it around and, and she says i was afraid i'd forgotten the words after all this time well, it's been it's been quite a while since i have seen you in this getup haven't really felt up to it until now i didn't know you could do magic well i can't but the you know there are certain perks afforded to the head of the knights i suppose might as well use it, and we all and we all we all get to ask you fun questions. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. What's uh, what changes about your weapon? How does a sword look? Uh, all powered up. I think, as I said, there is a the there are these cracks of of bright red curling through its form it's it's you know volcanic glass but now it looks more like raw volcanic rock with uh with magma still flowing through it it still looks just as sharp and just as dangerous but now it, it sort of steams and bubbles uh with 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 heat how sparkly would you say it is oh the the armor is extremely sparkly she is she is now like shining and even in this low light Ooh, 
has your armor perhaps taken on a fish scale like quality? I would say so. Yes, it is very iridescent. Um. Oh, what is the color palette like? It's uh, it's lots of blues and greens, a few purples and reds sprinkled in there. Ooh. Obviously, a, a pearlescent like reflectiveness. Uh, in her final stance, you know she is. She's she is steady. She is confident, uh, more confident than she's been in years. Uh, and she says, "Well, shall we cause a bit of a system crash, Nethel? I've been itching for a fight." Yes, it's been it's been a while, hasn't it? Let's uh, let's see, let's see just how much rust you've managed to actually shake off. Your armor might be uh, might be shining again, but let's let's see if the night underneath still is. O six, you don't see this, but O six's eye like. There's a rotating, like, sort of zoom-in focusing motion on the renewed closeness between these two. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Standing united. If you have reached a point in your story when all of the players are allied against a common foe, then it is time to play this game. Together, you will take the fight to the enemy or stand in defense against them. Everyone plays. First, answer these questions together. Where are we? Well, we're in the pods room. We're in the this, the main chamber of the big spooky pyramid. Yep. Yeah. What are we fighting or defending? The administrator. The administrator. Uh, and what? I, I'm just imagining the administrator is like Gladys from <laughs> Totally Spies. Oh, yeah. With loads of like tentacles coming out of the like roof. Like little man arms and stuff. Let me look. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Totally Spies. I haven't seen it in a while. Okay, no, yeah, okay, I, yeah, I get that. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, grab grab a, a pick of it here. Yeah, I, I imagine that the core looks something like this. Yeah, you know that's that's probably pretty close. As just you know, hordes of these spider robots pour out of vents in the walls. Fuck, I forgot the guy's name, the boss's name in that. His name is literally Jerry his, Lewis. His name's Jerry. <laughs> literally named it's, Jerry Lewis. It's just, his last name is Lewis, that's really funny. Yes. Can you tell that the show was French? <laughs> well, actually, his full name is Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. His full name is Gerald. Gerald. Oh, no. What? I don't well, know. Maybe that's just totally spies poison. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that's, totally that reprise. Was, I mean, that Gerence. since since his brother was Terence, he is he was Gerence. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, right. He does course. have an evil brother named Terence Lewis. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. All right. This is another. This is not totally reprise. We need to get back on track to fight this thing. What do you notice about me, Nethel? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Nestle notices that unlike every previous encounter that we've uh, we've had over the past several years, uh, this is the first time that uh, that Tethys is actually standing tall enough and like embodying sort of the nightly persona that she takes on for herself. This is like the first, this is the first time in many, many years 
where uh, she actually looks as impressive as her title would sort of imply that she is. Where else can I ask someone what they notice about them? Uh, Nethel, what do you notice about 06? Um, uh, I imagine that she notices that, uh, A, 06 is pretty good at avoiding being hit by gigantic axes, uh, from a big robot. Um, she's a bit lighter on her feet than you might initially expect, um, from a giant yes. robot. Uh, Wevin, would you like to mm. go that? I'm trying to... Th- well, I... Hmm. I don't know what anyone would notice about Bwevin at the moment, though. I think Bwevin is frantically trying to get the goop yeah. out of her um, cloak. Yeah. Out of her cloak and hair. Just sort of trying to, to get a little bit clean before the fight starts. So she's not slipping and sliding everywhere. Oh, I guess, I guess, oh, I guess since the cloak is now, like, soaked and heavy, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, hide her body shape anymore, so for those of you who have not noticed that she is a snake person, that's pretty obvious now. The, the, the secret come out. (laughs) Pretty much. But I don't think anyone's going to be worried about that at the moment. (laughs) There are, there are bigger problems. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and I guess... I guess, uh, what does Tethys notice about Nethel? Hmm. I think Tethys notices that Nethel is, is, uh, is holding her, uh, she uses a staff, right? That's what you said? Yeah, quarter quarterstaff. Staff. Using her quarterstaff, uh, in, in the, uh, in, in, in a, in a more... In a stance that more resembles uh, the teachings of the knights than the the martial arts of the uh, the legion, uh, and that that kind of bolsters her a bit. And she uh, so she you know she swipes her cloak out, holds the shield up, and and says, uh, "Stay behind me. I'll cut you a path." Cool. Uh, shall we move on to the fight? Yes. yes. I suppose te- I suppose I technically started this one, even though we're not. We, the or the turn order has gotten a bit bored, but uh, this time <laughs> okay. we are going to be uh, going left to right. So the turn order is going to be me, Jane, Cass, and then Jordan. Okay. For this, uh, we each uh, go around. We have to go around at least once, but we can go up to three times. Ah. I strike the administrator and the administrator's tendrils with sundering force, the likes of which hasn't been glimpsed on Rathael since the times of legend. Am I done by you? How? As, uh, as Tethys darts forward and just brings, uh, you know, sword high up in the air and just slams it down to the ground as this gigantic plume of of magma shoots up uh into the 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 massive tendrils you know slicing and, and melting them uh, into piles of slag and of course there are still more and more sprouting uh as uh as the administrator continues its defensive protocols and you know the the, the bugs are swarming but uh tethys is sort of a force of nature right now and i think her also her uh her cape 
kind of has this reflective uh, pattern, almost like water. So it's like swishing through the air as, as though it were a wave. Very fancy. Am I done by you, Nethel? How? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I'm uh, Nethel is definitely not outdone by uh, by the uh, the very the very powerful magical knight uh, who is just sort of paladining her way through uh, all of this here. Uh, she she is definitely like she is she is very easily holding her own here and uh and and working her way through most of the sort of uh the the ads that are sort of appearing around the uh the mm-hmm. boss here just sort of <laughs> sort of taking care of all of these little spiders and and trying to keep them keep them off of everyone's back uh though uh she is she is certainly a little bit distracted as as one might expect your move for a challenge yes um uh i'm gonna say that that she does pull off an incredibly impressive maneuver uh weaving destruction with a dancer's grace and ending it with a perfect backflip through a wall of flames uh in uh insofar as she i'm, I'm gonna say she's she's like she's uh going through all of these these sort of smaller bots and uh, and keeping them off of everybody just sort of weaving her way through dashing and really just pulling off a lot of uh, sort of 5e style monk shenanigans you know a lot a lot of flurry of blows going on here and uh, instead of a instead of a wall of flames, I'd say probably it'd be like a wall of uh, of that that sort of very weird green goopy webbing, just kind of uh, kind of uh, slashing her way through it with uh, with her staff and and sort of ending up on the other side as uh, as several of the uh, the the bots that she's uh, sort of whacked on the head all sort of uh short out or explode so uh can you top that how does how does tethys top that hmm i think you know she tethys is blocking all of these axes and drills and whatever else the administrator is sprouting out from this techno organic nonsense uh, that is that makes up the ship, just blocking it with her shield, and uh, sees this out of the corner of her eye, and see she smirks, uh, dodges out of the way, and uh, and I think she is going to try to top that. She is surrounded by these uh, these spider bot things. Uh, they attempt to uh, to to web her up again, just. You know, like a like a like a good old like just just trying to to bind her, but she manages to uh, point her sword downward, drive it into uh, the 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 floor of this room, and then sort of lift and spin it out and upward, and this torrent of this like riptide of of steaming water just washes all of these creatures away slamming them into walls 
you know, sending them crashing through hallways, melting their circuitry, and it uh, it sort of evaporates, and and uh, the uh, the resulting rainbows that surround her from her gleaming armor uh-huh. as, as it refracts through the the uh, the fog. The the gleaming rainbows, uh, huh? Yeah, she sort of flips <laughs> her hair. Yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, Nethel, Nethel, when she sort of completed her little acrobatics routine, had this very, like, smug look on her face, like, ah, yeah, top that, huh? And, and now she sees that, and she's just like, okay, we just <laughs> real sh- a real show-off over here, yeah? if, I, if I had a magic sword. Please, it's a magic badge. That's way less cool, actually. <laughs> Just gets body checked by a spider. Alright, it is your turn, right. Cass. There is a watchtower slash where one of the mechanical tentacles are anchored to the wall to the east. And I move to take it out. However, I am spotted and showered with suppressing fire. Can you shield me from harm, um, Tethys? Everyone's asking Tethys everything. <laughs> she really is the tank. Here. I listen. You, I mean, you, you built a paladin, all right? I did. Yeah. I think Tethys sees this. Uh, you know, as as O O6 is not the fastest combatant, uh, and so as as she is making her way towards this sort of, I I I, I would imagine that it is like a some sort of reinforcement thing like it is it is sprouting more of these spiders out of the wall um mm, yeah and then she notices that the administrator has like the, the the wall opens and this uh this kind of big old stun cannon starts to slide out of it pointed directly at uh, at 06 so tethys you know she she tosses the spider she was fighting towards uh, Nethel sprints uh, right in front of O six, plugs like like slams down her sword, puts her shield like right up against it, and it kind of sprouts into this big rock shield uh, as it as it expands and hardens, and she just uh, blocks these gigantic stun blasts from this cannon. Just sort of just sort of uh, drops and does passage of arms. Yeah, exactly awesome and i think that shield allows o6 to find like a hunk of metal and throw it at the stun cannon taking it out weapon okay um hmm Hmm. i should have been looking a little bit closer at these (laughs) okay uh, how about this uh I'm overwhelmed by blows and begin to lose my resolve. Except in this case, not so much as blows as just surrounded by chaos. Yeah, surrounded by a bunch of little spider, by a bunch of those spider robots. Uh, what memory between us can I call upon for strength? And hmm, who's that directed at? Oh, uh, O six. Since hmm. since we've spent the most time together at the moment. Cool. Um, I'm I'm gonna say it's the talk we had in the in the woods just after uh, O six picked you up and retreated, and uh, you 
it was inadvertently revealed that you were a Sneeple or Snake people. <laughs> right, so... How O6 was very accepting and understanding of your situation. And because of that, I realized that I, you know, I should be, I shouldn't be worried about, uh, about being attacked here because I, I've got friends that got my back, I guess you could say. And basically she's going to try and slither her way through to catch up with everyone, which I'm pretty sure is a lot, it's a little bit easier to do now that she's covered in goo. Yeah, just sort of, just sort of double. I think Tethys turns around and is like, Bevan, can you, can you get into the systems and release the other pods? Somehow. I was going to save that for uh, my, my plan that I've been plotting for. Ooh, okay. (laughs) I'm glad I wasn't the only one who thought of it, though. Uh A sniper taking aim high above. Would, would uh, that be... Uh, Teth is saying uh, the ridiculous plan we've been planning for weeks. I suppose it could be. Yes. Okay. Um, I think I. Where is that one? I think that's. I think that's like. That's like Wevin's next maneuver. I think. Yeah. yeah that's, I don't want to. Take yeah. That's that one okay. Yeah. Either, Either or word, but instead, yeah. Something. No, instead I'm going to do. There is uh, a sniper taking aim high above. Could be right in my reach, if I had a little bo- boost. Could you give me the extra push, O6? How? It's time for a fastball special. Oh, really good. <laughs> Buevena sticks out their arm and says, Hop on. So, uh, so I will momentum you. Yeah, so, so uh, Tethys. Tethys, do you she... trust me? <laughs> Tethys is a bit heavier than she probably was before with the, the new gleaming armor and the volcano sword. Luckily, however, O6, one of uh, her abilities is super, super strength. strength. Yeah, so, she, so Tethys curls up into perfect throwing position. As, uh, as there's this... O6 just shot puts uh, Tethys. Yep. And she just flies through the air and just slices through this gun emplacement that was attempting to sprout out of a wall. <laughs> it's like that scene from the first Wonder Woman movie. Yes. And just, uh, just, just, maybe it's not even one, maybe it's several. She just, like, spins in the air and just, you know, trails, uh, trails a bunch of explosions behind her. Trails oh, nice. of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Your go. Okay, let's 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 see. Um Okay, I'm I'm going to go with um So, uh Nethel is uh maybe overreaching just a little bit. She's she's uh trying not to 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 be too outpaced um too outpaced here in 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 showboating um which is you know, probably, probably she should be taking this a little bit more seriously, uh, because while she's sort of trying to do all of these uh, very fancy acrobatic maneuvers that really don't do very much um, outside of just look very cool, um, she ends up 
uh, getting uh, distracted briefly, c- couldn't say why, and uh, she uh, she ends up in a uh, in one of these uh, one of these sort of webbings that has been uh, shot up all over the room, and uh, is sort of embarrassingly stuck in in one of them, like like a bit of flypaper, and uh, so. Uh, Can you cut the ties that bind me? How? And, uh, and that's directed at Tethys. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I think Tethys, she, she, you know, she, she lands on, on uh, one knee from that, uh, from that fastball special, and it's not as smooth as her landings used to be. It's, it's shakier, it's less steady, but she notices that Nethel has been trapped by a few of these spider things. She gets up and her knees crack. She's she's a little bit older yeah. than she used to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, she she gets up, she kind of stumbles forward a bit, but then she she sprints at uh, at full speed there and just leaps leaps through the uh, the net and then and sets it ablaze. You know, the the goo melting off enough for uh, for Nethel to to drop off, and she uh, she helps her up and says, "Are you all right?" And, uh, Nethel kind of, like, uh, she, she sort of doesn't say anything for a second. They're just kind of looking at, at Tethys as she's, like, a little bit closer to, to Tethys than, like, she has been in a while. And then she breaks away and is like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Just, I, mm, I yes. could, I could have <clears throat> gotten out of that on my own. No, I'm, I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know yeah. how it is with these with these nets. They're, they're yes, just... oh yeah, the nets. They're they're. Um, I, I think I saw a few more. Um, yes, yeah, there's spiders that way. Yes. Yeah, there's a couple so more should... over here. We should probably Make sure take to, care so of keep those off the others. Yes, uh, we should definitely do that. Just like sort of tapping her sword against the ground awkwardly. Just like right on then. <laughs> yeah, and Nethel just like just like coughs and is like just just sort of go goes goes back to it. Uh, sort of, it, it takes a second though. There's a bit. There's a bit of a pause. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. As Tethys just tackles one of these spiders and just starts swinging it around by its like netting. <laughs> oh six. All right. So O6 has been making good use of the debris from these sniper towers. And uh, uh, she's been throwing it at mainly around the uh, large tentacle that she targeted before. And she finally gets a hit on it, uh, except it's it explodes. It explodes quite fiercely. Uh, scorching half the room. Uh, that half also happens to include O6, who is pushed back. And in doing so, O6's head, sitting on this little, like, hover portion, ho- inlet thing, it's hovering in an inlet, is knocked off. Uh, O6's body 
uh, drops to the ground completely offline. But the head has been tossed over to the back wall, and it is still glowing. Uh, Bwevin, can you make it across the battlefield to patch my wound? <laughs> can you can you put can you put her head back on? <laughs> so earlier parts are meant to detach when force is applied. <laughs> it's got a ball joint on there. It's fine. Just kind of a big gun. I, I'm I'm picturing it like uh, it's like a magnetic sort of hovering thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically like a ball joint. Like a ball joint, but it's uh, physics, not (laughs) engineering. So when Wevin, like, tried to dash between the people and slither through, she she got a lucky break and was able to break free. But this was, but then the, the explosion happens and she sees what's happening. So, of course, she's going to run quickly to try and retrieve the head. Um... Oh, oh, please, please (laughs) catch it like a cricket ball. Like you're playing cricket. (laughs) Oh, do you catch balls in cricket? Oh, yeah. Okay. If you... Yeah, yeah, if you... It's like baseball. If you catch it on the full, uh, the batsman's out. Okay. So, yeah, she's going to try and, like, make a... Like a a last, like, minute leap to try and, like... uh, catch it before it hits if before it clangs against the ground again uh and she catches it but uh again due to goo from earlier she doesn't exactly like land well she kind of just ends up sliding a little further away than she wanted <laughs> than she meant to so it's uh, it's, it's, there's, there's the sound of a squeegee yeah. going down uh, glass yeah <laughs> oh it's horrible yeah and I mean, like, you know how, like, you ever had a brush burn? Can you imagine that with scales? And that's kind of what this is g- oh, going to be like. No. But, but, <clears throat> but she's able to basically actually coil herself and bounce off a uh, a robot or, or something to get her clo- back on track and to your body to re- return the head to, re- to the spot on, on the top of your body. Awesome. As soon as the head plugs in, uh, 06's body just pivots 90 degrees up onto her feet. Uh, Systems online. Thank you, Wevin. Yay. You okay, then? I I, I believe... Audio systems rebooting. I believe so. Oof. I was worried that like turned you off completely. Shall refrain from damaging <laughs> the stasis holding area. Oh. Oh wait, stasis holding area. There's more people here. Is it How about you help me try and free those p- other people? In other words, it's time to enact the ridiculous plan. Yay. Awesome. Uh, who are you asking for help? Uh, since I'm right by 06, it's going to be you. Sure. Uh, well, obviously, we are going to free the rest of the uh, horde. Uh, I mean, I mean, Legion. <laughs> Legion uh, and... Uh, another random, like... Princept yeah. Alliance. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Princept Alliance uh, rebels. 
and uh, I'm going to, I think, you're still curled up in a ball, correct? Pretty much, yeah. I am going to bowl you like a bowling ball into an open pod. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like oh. like playing snake ski just sort of Just sort of ramp her off of like some piece of metal that's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The worst thing is, is that when she probably gets into the tube, it's not like a clunk, it's like a splat against the glass. It's just a splat against like the, oh. the goo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> the noise is horrible. It's it's just it's just like a wet like slap. Oh, like 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 raw chicken on a sink. Oh god. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so sorry for my word crimes. <laughs> I'm not. I take great pleasure in them. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that gets you into the into the matrix. Back at it again. Hooray! And this time, I guess I'm going into the other people's uh, things and telling them the the uh, do not get lost in dreams. Was it? It was do not get lost in the past in the sea of the past. Yeah, do, do not, not get, get lost, lost in the, in the sea, of... sea of the past. Yeah, telling them the the past. Past phrases and how they have to find a door on the outside or like gate door. Cool. So I guess over the next few minutes they're gonna start waking up. Yeah, yeah. Pe- yeah people just start popping out our... of the pods. Uh, yeah. Uh, Scalder and Molly end up end up. Ah, oh, Scalder and Molly. <laughs> how can we forget Scalder? Yeah, Scalder and Molly. Mulder and Scully. <laughs> Uh, Scolder and Mully are, are are out, and they uh, they're both they're both hacking up all of the goo that they, that that they've been stuck in for a while, and they're and they're just like, <laughs> and they're just like, oh god, that was that was so weird. We were, there was this whole there was this whole thing where we were like. There were, there were all these aliens, and we were we were like we were like uh, like detectives trying to like figure out all this alien alien stuff. I don't know what all that but was our about. Our names got mixed. Your up. names got mixed up for some reason. The the first letter <laughs> got swapped. Oh, a spoonerism! I let my passions get the best of me and begin violently attacking my surroundings with little regard for collateral damage. Can you calm my fury, Nethel? How? As she is, you know, the people are popping up, but she is still swinging wildly. Big gouts of lava crashing up against the administrators like shield. Uh, the, the the gouts of lava are getting uh, just a touch too close to all of the, all of the people who are now yeah. just sort of hacking up a lung on the floor trying to get all the goo out. Scalder gets an eyebrow, Sunshine. Well, of course. Uh... There was a cat person who was crawled on top of one of the pods to avoid the lava. <laughs> yeah, I mean the floor is lava. It's just like the Netflix show. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say I'll say Nethel is like, like uh, she notices she notices this. She notices that like the uh, the lava is getting a little bit too close for comfort. The 
uh, everything's everything's getting just a little bit too chaotic. She's she's getting a little bit too into it, and uh, and so Nethel's going to um, uh, Nethel's going to uh, block the uh, block one of her uh, one of her swings as she as she's swinging down uh, to uh, to slice off another one of these robo tentacles. Uh, Nethel, uh, Nethel deflects her, uh, her sword swing, uh, with her quarterstaff. Uh, Nethel, I, sorry, I, I got carried away, didn't I? Just a tad, just a tad. Maybe try and, try and focus your efforts a little bit more on the big, uh, on the big robot here and a little bit less on everything, uh, in a ten mile radius of it, you, you almost you almost took this poor this poor lad's head off, and she just sort of gestures over to this like random resistance guy who like uh, I you know what I'm gonna say this is a bit of a Kyle. There's there's sort of a Kyle yeah. over here. My apologies, friend. I uh... <laughs> I. I'll, I'll be a bit more careful. Thank you, Nethel. Yeah, squeeze the shoulder. Goes to deflect an axe uh, thrown at them with the shield. Of course, of course. <laughs> and then um, let's let's see, let's see. I'm gonna go with, I take I take one blow too many. She's uh, when when Nethel had to to deflect that sword swing, she uh, she sort of put herself out of position, and uh, and uh, unfortunately, this is this is when the administrator was about to do its line AOE, and uh, she doesn't quite get out of the way in time, and a uh, large sort of energy blast f- uh, fires out of its its sort of core eye here, and. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't quite get her dead on, but it it manages to uh, to catch her on the side here, and um, and uh, and Nethel ends up uh, sort of flung to the other side of the room, slammed into a wall, and she sort of just slumps over. I think. Uh, what were the questions for that one? The question is, how do you save me from death's embrace? Uh huh. So I think that, uh, you know, Tethys sees this and she, uh, she, she deflects another axe and just sprints over there, just, just pushing past very confused looking, uh, confused looking horde members, resistance members. Just guys who were in the desert. Just random guys. There's like, there's like, yeah. like two years worth of just random people in here. There's like a merchant who's been missing for a year and a half. I think she uh, she 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 slides to a halt next to uh, next to Nethel and is like, Nethel, Nethel, get up. You're are you all right? You don't, you don't get any response. You just you you sort of like you like grab grab her shoulders and her head just sort of slumps over. She's she's out. No, no, we're not doing. We're not doing this. Not today. Not now. No, no, not after this. 
uh she like scrambling like scrambling hands grabs the uh the coat of arms off of her breastplate she tears it off um her 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 sort of form is wavering now you know it's still glimmering it's still shining but it's it's not as bright as it was and she uh she's like we're not i told you i wouldn't let you down again right i i I said that i i'm not i'm not going to break another promise to you okay and she uh crushes the coat of arms in, in her palm as this uh this sort of uh, water, this this glowing, this faint glowing tea, like very cyan water, uh, splashes onto Nethel's face, and uh, her her wounds begin to heal, and uh, and 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 her, uh, you know, the the color returns to her skin, as uh, as the armor that uh, Tethys is wearing fades back to its normal tarnished pearl. And the sword returns to its 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 inert obsidian. Nethel? She sort of she she takes a breath again. It's it's been a it's it's been a little bit too long since the last time that happened. And uh she sort of stirs a little bit and she's like she just kind of coughs and and says now I thought I told you to be a little more careful. And he just wraps Nethel up in a big hug. I was trying my best. I, I could, I could say the same for you, Nethel. <laughs> and she just sort of, sort of weakly laughs and and uh, and re- and returns and returns the embrace, and they both and they both hug. Somewhere in the distance, Levin's going aww. <laughs> and then Tethys has to break it to block another axe as it buries, like it just embeds itself in her shield. And she says, "Oh right, that thing is still here." Okay, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess this is still happening. All right, and then and then uh, Nephil sort of gets gets up a little bit unsteadily, uh, uses the uses the staff to sort of help herself up. Uh, her knees also crack. Uh, and everybody's getting yeah. a old. Um, Tethys, you know, braces her with an arm at her back. So, uh, yes, it is. My turn. Okay, so one of the rebels, uh, the the cat person who was uh, mm-hmm. very nervous about the lava, uh, whom I have dubbed Nyanakin Skywalker, uh, takes out <laughs> a laser I sword. Skywalker now. <laughs> And uh, slashes at one of the the other large mechanical tentacle that the administrator has. Uh, unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately, good news, it is severed. Bad news, it begins falling right for 06. So uh, a tower slash tentacle collapses, and you, Bwevin, are the only one who can push me out of the way. Can you save me and remain unscathed? How? Hmm. Well, this is probably just after she came out of the... See, I want to say, like, logically, like, she just came out of the the stasis tube. So she's double-covered in goo, Mm. and I'm guessing that in her attempt to basically try and shove 
save and shove you out of the way. She's like, look out, and tries to push you, and basically slides off you because of all the goo. The good news is that this does give you a little warning about the falling tentacle, but now she's also oh, under it, too. Uh, so, yeah, how about, yeah, you, your warning allows me to get into position to block it with my super strength. Oh, yeah, you, you... And it just falls on top of us both, but it, like, dents instead of crushing us. Yeah, and Blevin's gonna be like, oh, yeah, you, you're strong. Forgot for a second there. Sorry. Thank you for your, uh, well-timed warning. Weapon. Uh, you're welcome. Um, can we move out from here? It appears that the administrator is. It appears the administrator is running out of weapons to throw at us. And arms. We are winning, I think. Um. Hmm. Unless I was going to suggest, unless anyone wants to do another one, we could probably go to one of the endings. Yeah, I think, uh, well, it's up to you. It's your turn. Yeah, we can go straight to an ending, or if you want to do one more, uh, either way works. Um, I think this should, I think it feels like a good place for one of these endings. Yeah. Only, uh, only question remaining is which one? I would say mm, we could, let's see, either spend everything we have on the fight, or win the fight and come away reveling in the challenges we overcome. Hmm. Uh, do we want to flip a coin sure, between those I'll two? I'll do it. I have it open right here. Nice. Um, although you know what, I now that we've we've freed all of the others, I think we could go with the last one, which is the the winning the fight and come away reveling with the uh, you know the, yeah. the combined might of everyone else. We take down the administrator. Oh, yeah. comrades, yeah. we destroyed the boss. Yep. And so yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. You know, Tethys is no longer the the gleaming knight, but she she can still fight, uh, and and she uh, she helps keep some of these tendrils at bay as all of the rest of the various horde recruits and and rebellion soldiers and, and even a few of the 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 merchants and whatnot uh, get in on it as they uh, they manage to uh, breach the administrator's shielding and uh, just uh, destroy it. It. Uh, you know, glitches out for a few moments, you know, and he's like, wait, wait, no, 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 error, 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 and then it Daisy, just, like, ex- just, Daisy. <laughs> yeah, and then it just, like, falls to the ground, all of the, all of the spiders go inert, and just, like, fall over, completely locked up, uh, and then Tethys, you know, stands there. She she kicks a, a spider next to her over and watches it kind of roll over, uh, roll across the floor. And I was like, "We did it! Was, uh, we beat that thing." It was a little a little sloppier than I uh, than I would have liked, but yes, we 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 managed to do it. This this was certainly a solution. Uh, my my original plan for getting rid of the the administrator of this ship was a little bit, a little bit less, uh, a little bit less gung ho than this, but it worked out. Indeed. Should we start talking well, about what start. lessons we learned then? Yeah, I think so. Hmm, do we want to go in order here? Start. I can since it was. 
I think I, I well, I think we should. I'll, I'll start, and then we can go in the order okay. of the turns. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I think what uh, the the thing that the Tethys brings with her is that it's it's not worth anything. Uh, suffering this burden of duty alone, even if you feel like you weren't worthy of it, or if it weighs down on you, it should always be shared with those you trust. As she uh, sheaths her sword and, and gives Nethel a, a, a smile. And Nethel smiles back, and I think, I think the lesson that she carries with her is that, is that, is that a better a better future isn't a completely futile and hopeless endeavor. And the way that one gets there isn't by relying on your own relying on your own prowess and ingenuity by itself you need that you need the uh the support of others in order to in order to actually make any reasonable change and that that change might just be possible uh without having to to sacrifice your morals to get there I think O six still has a lot of questions that she needs answered. Like, what is up with this renewed closeness between <laughs> Nethys and Tethys? Nope, you got ne- Nethys. It's a real, it's Tethys a real Mulder Mulder and Scully moment. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> Scully. Two Skull different and ship names. Those are two different ship names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is up with the renewed closeness between those two? Has one of them betrayed their faction? O6's mind is drowning in paranoia and questions. Perhaps they did betray one of their factions. Is that not what organic... No, that is not just limited to organics. I also was part of the legion and i left but how i o6's mind is filled with paranoia about the events here and what potentially happened in the matrix uh so uh, no not a particularly positive ending for her um and well Clinton? Levin seems has basically helped people escape from, I guess, this strange ship thing. She got to see people who she thought were enemies actually become close to one another. And she made a friend with a robot that doesn't that doesn't want to harm her because she has magical resistance powers. Like her grandmother always was telling her that was going to happen. So I guess the lesson she learned in there is that people are are much, you know, much, uh, are, have like much more opportunities for, for nicer things than the cynical view that she originally had uh, made her think. And she'll probably, you know, be a little bit more open and want to try and interact with others a little bit more now now this 
going forward rather than trying to hide in the forest anyways nice and i think as uh as as the the administrator is now gone and the the uh the ship is now sort of just like any other ship a a entirely usable uh a usable thing here not not being controlled by an ai i think i think nethel is going to uh is going to uh to go over to uh to to tethys and everyone else and say so if we're going to behead the legion it is only fitting i think to do it in style and you know you know what they say you might as well go in a lincoln and uh, she sort of slaps the uh the the sort of dashboard on one of the uh the consoles here and um what's a lincoln i believe it is a type of automobile it's an automobile listen oh wait that was that's, I, that was a different thing <laughs> listen i i heard the expression somewhere what can i say uh either way my my understanding of this of this ship is that uh, while this was the escape craft of the coral, uh, the coral regency, it was a little bit more than that back in the days of the precursors. And while this might just be, my my understanding is this is just a an, an older civilian craft. But uh, as it turns out, uh, they still put. A few different uh, munitions on here. If this is a mission to destroy the head of the Legion, I will gladly participate. It sounds like that would help a lot of people. I mean, the Legion hurts, or are hurting people and stuff like that, and I want to help people be better, so if you need my help, I'll, you know, I'll tag along. I think there are a few I think we should think about our approach we'll need someone in the ship but I think the perfect excuse to draw commandant out of his little conclave his little throne would be the capture of two very high profile legion deserters a former knight of the coral kingdom who never gave up the coat of arms and a prototype warbot who slipped away from the scrapper. Ah, I, I see, I see, I see the, the plan here. Your strategy bears with it significant risk to us both. It does. And she, uh, she puts an arm around Nethel. But I, I have trust that we'll get out of it. O6's eye very visibly focuses in on this display of trust and says, Very well, I will go along with this plan for now. And I think that's a perfect place to end, because of course, <laughs> For the Honor is meant to be played as an episode of one of these shows, right? And yeah. so that's a perfect lead-in to a finale that we'll never see. A finale 
that per- perhaps fa- perhaps someday perhaps someday one will write maybe we'll maybe an intrepid Fans. viewer will write us some wonderful fan fiction <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, imagine. i would love that oh that'll be so good yeah we were coming up on three hours here so that, that was a great second half yeah we really, we really brought it on home I yeah think. that yeah. Oh, it went mm. really well i i actually i really i really had a great time doing this it was like yeah this this was uh, we we sort of we we wove uh quite a tapestry i think yeah. i think we did yeah <laughs> oh yeah Ooh, there's some tasty tasty yeah, stuff in there to play the uh the the conflicted <laughs> angsty gay power yeah you got to you got to play adora and i got to play catra and really what what, ve- what better way to to have that go <laughs> you really did you know what it just happens. It's like the crab. It's like the crab cycle. It is. It's exactly the crab <laughs> cycle. It's. It, there is one step. There is only one step. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it is Catadora. Well, that'll do it for this one shot. Uh, this, well, I guess technically it's a two one and a half shot. Continuous <laughs> one and a half shot of yeah. uh, for the honor. We hope that you enjoyed uh, listening to to this. We had a lot of fun doing it. Um, but uh, where where can uh, people find you two, Cass and Jordan? You can find uh, well one place you can find me since we were talking about uh, Transformers is the uh, audio entropy co- uh, series War and Beast. Uh, probably by the time this comes out, we will have finished talking about the recent uh, Netflix series that had King that uh, like they did three parts. The last part being Kingdom, where we had Beast War characters again, so, you know, we kind of do a full circle where we started with Beast Wars and we get to talk about Beast Wars again. It's the circle of yes. life. Yes, yes, it is. really think about it. <laughs> there is one step in the Beast Wars cycle. Are you going to do Beast that live-action Beast Wars movie? Uh, we, did a, we did a, uh, a bonus episode where we talked about it, and we're planning, probably planning on it. We've done some bonus episodes of some of the... Uh, live action not all of them uh the latest being being bumblebee which we we mostly we really okay, enjoyed. that's that's the yeah. good one so so you know there's there's a there's a very good backlog we got through all of this all of uh beast wars we actually went through beast machines as well <laughs> i've never i've still never seen beast machines so, someday we'll watch beast machines someday yeah i it's... will learn what a tankor is. Uh tankor is one of the better things, though, of that too. So, like, I mean, there's good and bad things about it, but it has its place, and there's stuff I enjoyed about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that's all on audio entropy. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Dorimingu. That's D O R I underscore M I G U. Usually, I'm just uh, retweeting things from my friends, mostly their podcast things. But, you know, sometimes I post there, too. Uh, you can find both of us uh, intimately on Strangers Fiction, the podcast on Audio Entropy. Uh, we're currently on indefinite hiatus, but that doesn't mean we'll never be putting up episodes. Just we don't have a regular schedule. Uh, you can also find me on Let's Steal a Podcast, where me and my girlfriend, Fabi, watch Leverage colon redemption yeah since we watched the original leverage and 
We've been cursed to do the reboot as well. Uh, on that same feed, you can also listen to Queerformers Animated, where me, my girlfriend Fabi, and Fabi's girlfriend Marie talk about Transformers Animated. The best Transformers TV show. Uh, <laughs> There's so much. It It's such a good cartoon, it's, actually. It's, it's the best. It's, it is my personal favorite uh, television incarnation of Transformers. Uh, and uh, as for me, you can find me at what is cosplay on Twitter. All right. All right. Well, I think that about does it. I think this is like probably chronologically the last thing we're going to be recording for Podcast to Power, I guess. Which it is. Weird. Yeah. This is the Ooh. this is the this Ooh. is the double finale. So I guess really the triple finale. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, you know, I guess we will. Uh, Hopefully, see you all uh, in Aorzia come this December. Yes, we will. We will hopefully see you all in 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 our in our funny our funny future endeavors with uh, with uh, Heidelin Free Radio Radio Free Heidelin. Took me three tries to say it. You that got time. there. There, there are exactly three there. combinations you could you could say. Um, Mm-hmm. and uh and also you know we got the the rest of the shows on the patreon that'll still be going up uh, as well over the next couple of months so yeah yes we will uh once again we will be going we uh by the time this goes up we will probably be well into our uh weekly schedule rotating all of those mm-hmm. uh i have no idea what it'll be up next when this goes up i i don't have future sight but it will probably be either Keep on the Age of Wonder Beasts, or the Owl House, or Infinity Train. If I had to take, yeah, a those of of the three options, it could be any three of them. So, uh, yeah, until next we meet. Uh, it's it's been a fun ride. Thank you for journeying with us on this uh, legally distinct uh, dimension of uh, nothingness. Yes.